unmet expectations, entitlement, feeling like you have a right to something or to a better life. Those things can quickly sabotage any movement towards being grateful in our lives. In fact, they make us ungrateful. And so we are in the season of Thanksgiving. Even though people want to jump from the end of October right to Christmas, and that's okay. Not me. Maybe you're Not playing me. Mariah Carey. <laughs> but uh, we, we want to talk about being thankful. I think sometimes we can be quick to talk about what we're thankful for, uh, but maybe there's times where we struggle. And so we want to talk about why we should be thankful and how, because of the Lord, we can be thankful. And I don't know that anybody puts it any better than the band Petra. Some of you are going, what in the world? And then others of you are going way back. Man, let's dive in. Let's talk about being thankful. What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work, soon became a statement, God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships, and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Welcome to the Christian Family Life Podcast. This is Susie with my husband, Hello, it's Gio. Yes. Hirando. And our best friends, Roland and Tammy. Hey, 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 hola. And we are thrilled that you have chosen to sit in with us on our talk about gratitude. Um, I kind of like the angle that we're going to take today. A lot of times it's we focus on the what, make your list. You know, we'll, we'll be in 31 days of gratitude and you'll see 31 posts on Facebook and today I'm thankful for and the what, but, but I think today focusing in on a little bit more on the why and the how, um, I think supports that, you know, cause it's real easy to state something that you are thankful for, but it's an entirely different thing to truly be <laughs> thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you go with 31 days, there's not enough days for me to be thankful for the wife that the Lord has given me. Mm-hmm, Amen. <laughs> Nobody left. That's true. <laughs> it's true. That's because it's true. There's no joke there. That's right. That's that right. is the truth. But, you know, the the bombarding of our culture to think negatively, right? Oh, yeah. And um, And I think that's what we want to battle and what we kind of want to, why we want to shine this light on we can live with thankful hearts. Mm. We don't have to fall to the norm of our culture and our world. And um, we have the answer as to why we should be thankful. And I think that as we go through this today, I think we're really going to shine some light on that. Mm -hmm. The thing that I think about is we can begin by talking about a proper view of who we are. We, We mentioned it in our intro that, uh, sometimes entitlement, and here's the thing, is no one is exempt. Like we we all at some point have felt entitled to something. 
whether it be because we worked hard and we thought we would have earned it or uh, we just think, you know, I don't I don't deserve to have to navigate these trials or these realities that I'm in. But when when we're confronted by God's love and not only his love, but his holiness, we realize how undeserving we are of his goodness toward us. And any moment where we're unable to really fathom or grasp, that is why people reject Jesus. And it's why people are far from God, because they have yet to recognize uh, that the God that created us uh, is just and is holy, and that because of that, we're, we're deserving of staying distant from the Lord. So without belaboring... <laughs> That, mm-hmm. that point, I think it just starts with a recognition of how undeserving we are of God's goodness and then all of the other great things around us that we get to enjoy begin to spring and bring out of us genuine thankfulness rather than feeling like we have to fabricate or manufacture being thankful. Roland, you mentioned the word entitlement, and um, I would say I came from a very blue-slash-white-collar family. My dad was a pastor, so um, that just kind of says it all right there. But um, I would have said, if you would have asked me, no, I don't, I don't really struggle with entitlement. I, you know, I live with a firm grasp of reality and all that God's done for me, and we were choosing a Bible study to go through, and this was many, many years ago, and they chose Lies Women Believe by... At the time, it was Nancy Lee DeMoss, but I believe now it's Walgameth. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this will be great. I can. T- I don't really believe any lies. I will just, I have, like I said, firm grasp on reality. And it was week one, day one, when she listed off about 10 to 12 lies that we <laughs> as women believe. And honestly, I can translate it into things that I felt entitled to. Mm. Um, and it was things like a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's healthy, right? That's good, mm-hmm. you know, but there was, there's just this, if, if we're not careful, we do buy into the entitlement piece. And then when those expectations are not met, there's a lack of thankfulness, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just not, it, it, it really is not a firm grasp on reality, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it through the, the lens of scripture, <clears throat> we, uh, God is fully justified to not save anybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we deserve it, but yet he chose to do that. And so flip that now on our end, when we have an opportunity to be thankful for somebody or to show that gratitude, to be, uh, to be reminded of the why. Why should I? That person doesn't deserve it, and they may not, but it's because you don't deserve mm-hmm. any of it. And so God exposes that in the scripture um, we did a study on the Ten Commandments one time, or it was a, it was a study that included the Ten Commandments. And one of the guys goes, "Oh man!" The guy asked him, "How many of these Ten Commandments do you think you've you've messed up on?" He said, "I think maybe seven, because I know I didn't murder." You know, he. Mm-hmm. But once we did a deep dive, it, it expressed because even our thought of mm-hmm. being so mad at somebody that we want to kill him <laughs> counted. He's like, "Shoot, I'm doomed. <laughs> I don't have any of them." And that's exactly what the law does, right? It exposes that. But by grace, mm-hmm. 
because of God's mercy, um, he stepped into that place. And so that's, I think, where the, the welling up of gratitude should come from is the experience that we as believers have regardless of whether the person in our life or out of our lives deserve it or not. And when it comes from a deep place, our gratitude is at another level because we we've all we've all said thank you when somebody's done something for us. But uh, how grateful are we when something is done for us and we know that we're undeserving of that? And I think that that's <laughs> that's one of the ways that Tammy really goes goes out of her way with me is in, in things that she does that I'm very undeserving of. And so the, obviously from a spiritual standpoint, the Lord gives us a heart of gratitude because we realize how undeserving we are of his goodness in our lives, but then in tangible ways in our relationship, as it says in Romans 12, we should outdo one another in showing honor. And so these are all things that they, they come from the heart. Uh, and and that's really where we want to zero in is where where is our headspace and where is our heart as we go into this Thanksgiving season and where we want to direct our focus and encourage you is to look to God's word mm-hmm. and allow God's word to transform your mind allow God's word to penetrate your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And Proverbs talks about guarding our heart because out of it is the wellspring of life. And so we want this heart of gratitude to be an overflow. Again, you know, and I reuse this word, but it, it's we, we don't want to manufacture mm-hmm. gratitude and thankfulness, but rather we want it to be genuine. Well, in that same passage in Romans 12, it does say, let your love be genuine, mm-hmm. sincere. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the word. I can't remember the exact translation, but, um, but yeah, it's not out of, cause I've heard, I've heard this as well. If I didn't, and I'm not talking about Susie, I'm just talking in general. Um, thank you for putting your clothes in the basket. Thank you for, and it's all stuff I didn't do. <laughs> it's the <laughs> other side of it. So I'm like, okay, that's not very genuine. Thank you there because they're just pointing out all the things I did not do. <laughs> Um, but, but being sincere and being genuine is the key. And that comes, I think, out of a constant reminder of us preaching the gospel to ourselves. It's cultivated. Mm-hmm. It has to be cultivated because yeah. it's not our go-to. No. For whatever reason, well, I know the reason it's because we're, you know, sinners in our flesh. Mm-hmm. Our, our lean is not toward thankfulness and gratitude. And I think a lot of times there's an expectancy of circumstances to change if you feel like you don't have anything to be grateful for, mm-hmm. right? And and we that cannot be in the life of a believer. It's simply when you are aware of all that there is to be thankful for, you really don't have a choice, right, to not be thankful. It's it shouldn't be even be on your radar. So that that why. Just go to scripture. If you don't know why you should be thankful, go to scripture. Yeah, Lots and, of answers. And sometimes we're thankful for things that maybe other people hear us being thankful for and we wouldn't be. Mm. Right. <laughs> Are you trying to set me up? I'm, try, I'm trying, to, trying to set you up. You got a Corey Ten Boom uh, yeah, story yes. for us? <laughs> I do. Um, uh, Corey Ten Boom, um, maybe you, you've heard of her, but she was... Um, 
one of her family in Holland hid Jews during the Holocaust when um, Germany was taking over the that area, Holland, and and they hid Jews for I don't know how long, but they had uh, many come through um, throughout the time they were. Um, throughout the time of that kind of occupation. Uh, world War II. In world, yeah, during the Holocaust. But mm-hmm. anyway, and so her, her family, um, they, were, they were taken captive. They, they, somebody somebody um, told that they had asked for extra ration cards or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they were taken away. Um, and, and her father... And her sister, they, uh, Corey Tim Boone, was never married. Um, her and her sister were not married. They were put into one of the worst female prisons um, or concentration camps mm. um, called Ravensbrook. Anyway, or Ravensbrook, I can't remember. Anyway, she she somehow was able to bring her little Bible. And she somehow got in, got it in, and and if you if if you know the story, you know you have to, they have to strip down completely mm. to get in. But somehow she she asked the Lord to to make the soldiers' eyes blind to not see the Bible, and she took it in. And so there's a part in the story that um, that Betsy would uh, was a constant reminder of of the things that the Lord was doing for some reason. Uh, Corey in the story, Corey was really struggling with some of the things going on, and and Betsy would would just be a reminder to her, like Corey, be thankful for this because you know whatever. And it, throughout the whole story in Hiding Place, but one thing that she, one thing that Betsy said is, Corey. We need to be thankful for the fleas, and there, you know, she was like, "They're driving me crazy." You know, they're, you know, they're, it's their their barrack was, um, for some reason, theirs was infested with fleas, and 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 they found out later that um, she would she would hold these Bible studies, and the 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 prison guards would not go into their barrack because of those fleas, hmm. and so that allowed them to minister to these women yeah. that were so hungry to hear. Um, the wonderful words of life from from the word and um and she that was that was something when you think about you know mm. you think about being being thankful for the fleas mm-hmm. I mean oh my goodness I mean what can we so maybe you're in a season and you know um it's a trial and you're f- having a hard time finding mm. finding ways to be thankful and and just know that that um that in these moments um there's a, a gratitude that's born in in the in in the midst of that trial that is not that isn't when things are all going wonderful. And so And that's that's our prayer for you is that in this Thanksgiving season that you be overwhelmed by God's mm-hmm. spirit. And it's easy when things are going well to be thankful, but what about when things aren't going well? What about when things aren't going the way you'd like them to? What about when things are going really bad? I think about how inspiring it is when maybe we have some insight into someone's story and yet we see them praising God. Uh, We see them with a joy that doesn't come from the circumstances they're navigating, but you know only, only the Lord does that. And, and so let's, let's be, let's be inspired, uh, by the opportunity we have 
to be grateful, uh, whether our circumstances dictate that or not. Yeah. So as we close our time together, you know, the, the, the why is the gospel, the how is being reminded of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I'll close with this. You know, we talked about it before Philippians chapter four, it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Mm. And so there's there's the how the how. The how is again focusing on the things of the Lord, allowing him to be reminded. And I think the two be one study got started because God Don allowed God to change his mind mm. about what he believed about Sally. And yep. he started to be thankful. For the things he was not thankful for before. That he wanted yeah. to change, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for joining us in this uh, episode of Being Thankful. Let your heart and your mind be pure. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website at christianfamilylife.com. There you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all the social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.